When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, this is a sport that's on the precipice of irrelevance. The games are taking over three and a half hours. Playoff games are taking over four hours. Game's too long, too slow. Who cares? This is a situation where baseball's in trouble to begin with. The MLB is officially dead. Baseball is dead. <laughs> Rest in peace. We had a uh, big weekend. Big weekend of baseball. A lot of things happened this past weekend where at first I didn't know where I wanted to start. And then I came across because I Dallas saw this. I didn't see it until this morning. And when <laughs> I saw it, I was like, Woo! That is well, from, hey. from what was said and who it was said by. I'm just saying that. Someone you, had to say it. Someone had to because it had to I, be said. I felt that, yeah, it had to be said. It had to be said. It Someone had, to, had to say it. It was said so, by the right person. Yes, because I'm sure if 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 he's saying it, everybody's guys, thinking it. Yeah, but put it like this: if he's going to say it, it's not only because he's been thinking it; it's because everybody else has been thinking it. Everybody else has been talking about it. They've probably talked about it to him, but not the other guy. And so everybody's talking about it, but not with the other guy. And everybody's talking about it with this guy. And this guy's going. Somebody's got to say it. Someone had to say it. I got to say it. And Clayton Kershaw said it. Said it. But I, it's. I think it's one of those things where. Everyone's feeling it, mm-hmm. but but you didn't exactly have the confirmation of how bad is it. And then when you see it, you're like, oh, man, this is bad. This is well, real bad. <clears throat> and because it's not just uh, like, oh, yeah, it was fun over there. And, and that's where like you got to, you know, you got to understand. Yeah. And, and, and it's tough. Like, put it like this. Clayton Kershaw is here to punch the tooth fairy in the mouth and just tie your string around your tooth and slam that door. Clayton Kershaw is here to pour alcohol on your abrasion on your leg, not peroxide, alcohol, and then put the Band-Aid on and then rip that fucking Band-Aid right off. Like he's not Clayton Kershaw apparently is not here for the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like he's understood it. He's taken it to a point. He, he, he gets it, but he's like, now we have to, as we humbly say, Jared, mm-hmm. turn the fucking page. Yeah. That's basically what Clayton Kershaw said in the nicest possible way. Here's, here's the direct quote for anyone that's lost here for anyone that's like what the fuck are you guys talking about because even me i didn't know until this morning i saw it had to be Uh, said but this was from yesterday this was from sunday uh justin toscano had this quote from kershaw and by the way good on him because i mean it was all about freddie freeman sure there were a lot of braves that were interviewed but 
from what I've seen, this was the only time that someone went up to the Dodgers way. How do you guys feel about this? This is kind of awkward, right? And Clayton Kershaw said, <clears throat> it was very cool to see Freeman's reception Friday night. Dodgers starter Clayton Kershaw told the AGC, he's obviously been a big contributor for our team. And I hope we're not second fiddle. Oh, oh. it's a pretty special team over here, too. We're cool. I think whenever he gets comfortable over here, he'll really enjoy it. We're good. It people. was a good night for him on Friday. Mm. I mean, you get it all right there. Yeah, you get it all right there. And there's nothing. <clears throat> there's nothing wrong with what Clayton Kershaw said, because it does two things. And it might do a few more, but it says, hey. Look, man, we get it. And what we just saw unfold here, that's special. The fans, your exchange, that's great. I also want to let you know that what we just saw here, I I hope you understand that that's why some guys feel the way they do still about the way you feel about things. And we know that it's the the, fuck, man. It's tough. You spent 12 years over there like you're the guy. And, And there's also, you know, the rumor mill churning a little around why you left. We get all that especially guys like Kershaw, right? Who's, I don't want to say gone through something similar, but free agency, is he going to leave? Is he going to extend? Does Kershaw pitch in Texas because they're opening up a new barn and he can go home and blah, 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 blah. So he's had that kind of stuff happen as well. And you think he's the only dude on that team that's had that kind of shit happen to? Mookie Betts is there, right? I mean, if anybody knows what it's like to have an organization just completely turn their back on you, tell you that you're no good, you're not good enough for them. Like, thanks for coming, but no thanks. If anybody has ever felt that way. I'm sure Mookie Betts has felt that way as well. So um, he has sounding boards there that could help him through this progress, like the, the, the mourning process of leaving, the embracing process of opening up to a new team. He's got all those guys there that could help him do that. And I think this was a, a Freddie, Remember what uniform you're putting on. Mm. It's time to come home. And I, I, like I said, I'm okay with it because it, it can, especially after an emotional exchange like Freddie just had, it can linger on and you don't want it to. And it's not, this isn't a bad move by Kershaw. He's not a dick. He's not, this is, and, and Freddie is not too emotional for feeling the way he did about a place that he had the success he did in that was rooted in him and a lot of other folks coming up together and being good together like that that's very different than a bought and paid for championship freddie was the cornerstone of that whole thing so like you have to understand both sides here and and that's that's kind of where i'm gonna land is i get it from both sides yeah because if you're freddie freeman joey's not here today if you haven't noticed he's travels joseph he's traveling um but i can see it from both sides where the last episode that we did we were having a discussion on whether or not the braves fans were gonna boo freddie freeman during Mm -hmm. this thing and if you're freddie freeman i'm sure the second that you signed that contract with the dodgers you had thoughts of what's gonna happen when i go back now when I step into that batter's box for the first time in Atlanta as a Dodger, uh, <clears throat> are they going to boo me for this? Am I going to see some cheers? And, like, What's the reaction going to be? And if you're questioning whether or not it's going to be 100% cheers, 
you have to make it known like, hey, this wasn't a fuck you, see you later. This was no. a, I still wanted to be here. It just didn't work out the way that I had hoped that it would have worked out. And when he goes back to Atlanta, <clears throat> this was uh, actually Friday. It was Friday night. I That was one of the rare instances where I had a different broadcast on the big TV. I had the Red Sox on the side. I was like, I'm not missing this. And luckily tuned in early enough because I didn't know that they were going to let Freddie Freeman speak before the game. No, I mean, because that shit doesn't happen, Jared. Like, I mean, no. it, it, it does and it doesn't, right? Like, just kind of like the, you know, the retirement tours, like mm-hmm. Manny brought attention to, like, where's the love for pool holes? Uh, like, for whatever reason, it happens and it doesn't happen. And I think everybody knew and everybody was going to be comfortable with. Hey, I don't think we're going to start this one on time. Freddie's probably going to say some things like the crowd, you know, when he comes up is going to lose their shit. Like, just let's all kind of be prepared for this. Yeah, it just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. uh, (laughs) It it was. uh, But but what did happen is what we all thought would happen, which was the resounding applause. And then the booze as he entered the box, right? Yeah, which is fair. All good. Yeah. Like he knows that. Yeah. He got the standing ovation. That's a lot of tears. Got to address the crowd a lot. Actually, before that, uh, he he met with the media in the the press room, cried for 12 minutes during that, and then (laughs) got his first AB, was hitting the second, got the standing ovation, cried during that. you know, got to thank his former teammates for, uh, you know, Contreras gets up, goes in front of the plate, and um, Ian taking the time on the mound. It's like, yeah, you know, that's that's you earn that, you earn that, and it was it was a really cool moment. <clears throat> uh, I think, like some people, uh, some some of the clips that were going around because I I t- I was watching the game on TV and I tweeted. You know, uh, Freddie Freeman gets a standing ovation that he deserves, and then he immediately gets booed when he actually gets into the box um, for his AB, uh, which I'm sure he can also appreciate. And then people were like, I didn't hear any fucking boos. Like, where are the boos? The clip cuts off before that happens. But yeah, he got a long standing ovation. And then when it was time to actually play ball, now you boo because you're on the other team now. Like, that's it. Like, that's the end of your Braves tenure. Yeah. And I, I wonder, you, you know what I think would help things is if Freddie like took the boys out in Atlanta. And I don't know how often that will happen when they go to Atlanta. And that's that's one thing, you know, look, when you're from a town that you travel to, you're from a place. You got people at home that you want to go out with. You got people at home that you want to take out. You got people in that organization that you're still going to be friends with. So it's not a hey. You can't talk to these people. It's just a, hey, you've been here a while now, and the back and forth with you and the old club has has gone on for a while. We would really like it if you would now embrace this organization and us the way you embraced Atlanta. And I know that's going to take some time, but hopefully because you're farther along in your career. And you're more mature. And when I say more mature, I don't mean like he was childish and didn't understand. I just mean he's that much more understanding of 
how things go in the game and what it would mean to have a Freddie Freeman completely all in in Dodger town. You know, like because being a Dodger, being a Dodger is a big fucking deal. Being a Dodger is like being a Yankee. And I know people on the East Coast don't think about that. And I don't, I'm, I'm not excluding the Red Sox. I throw that Yankee thing out there because, and like we talked about it, like even, even today, the way that the Yankees are playing, fans of the Yankees walk around like they're just better than other fans. And you know what? I'm okay with that because that's how the Yankees roll. That I, I appreciate that that's the role that the Yankees and their fans fill in the baseball role. All good. All good. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I just, it's, it's, it was time for it to be said and you get all in Freddie Freeman and you can wrap his arms. You can wrap your arms around him now in the organization and you just, you want all of that to be gone now. Like, yeah. Let's play ball with us. <clears throat> Especially, you know, with on the opposite end of the spectrum here, you have Kenley Jansen who also, uh, he did the opposite. He went from the Dodgers uh, to the Braves. And he was asked, what's it going to be like if the Dodgers meet up with the Braves in the playoffs? And he was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> he was <laughs> like, I'd love to square off against my old teammates. Whereas if you ask well, Freddie Freeman that question, he'd be like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they can do it. It's really hard for me. Like, like well, It's Jared, completely like, different. Cl- closer, and it, it, it is, it's, it's weird, but like, think about it. Starting pitcher, you know, that guy gets a ton of love. If he's good, if he's a frontline guy, think about like a Kershaw. Think about how aces across the game are heralded within their organization should they stay there for a while. Closers, for whatever reason, like you almost have to be like a like an Eck type or or a Mariano Rivera type, a Hoffman type, like to be getting the the kind of organizational love. You know, otherwise, it's almost like you're just a mercenary. Like, we love yeah. you. We love you a ton, but we know you're a gun for hire when the paychecks start start coming into play. Unless you won a championship, which he did. Right. <clears throat> which yeah. is why I think a lot of people initially were like, yo, what? Kinley to Atlanta? How's it? What? Come yeah. on. Yeah. That one, that one didn't. I was very surprised by that. But that was just one of the quotes where he was there. He was asked, essentially, if you. If you end up meeting the Dodgers in the playoffs, how does that make you feel? And he was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'd love to face my former teammates. Love that. Love yeah. that. But with Freddie Freeman, uh, it was a great moment. But, and this is one, like, one of the first thoughts that come to your head because I'm not a Braves fan. If you're, if you're a Braves fan, you're probably watching that being like, man, like, this, is, this is the end of an era. This is the moment that we were kind of waiting on because you know, this is our guy. He should have never put on another uniform. And you're getting that farewell moment. But for me, uh, I'm kind of looking at it from like, hey, I, I got no dog in this fight. And with the outpouring of emotions all day, it's not your it's not just it like it's not just like because I remember I went to uh uh you were on the team probably, yeah. In Boston, 2009. It was mm-hmm. Nomar's first game back to Fenway. Yeah. Uh, since the trade in 2004 he hadn't been back to Fenway yet since the trade what, with the- what date was that uh I want to say it was in, I didn't 
It was summertime. I don't remember what the date was, but it, it was, was 2009. In, it was in 2009, yeah. And Nomar came back to Fenway for the first time. And there was a lot of media coverage about that. Um, but that was it. I mean, he was just like, all right, yeah, here, fucking tip my helmet, you know, fuck you guys. And <laughs> it is what it is. Like, <laughs> Freddie Freeman was crying, talking to the media before the game. He was crying, delivering his speech. And then he was crying when he uh, got the standing ovation. Like, was wiping away tears in the batter's box. So it's just a little bit different where if I were a Dodger fan, it's like you kind of have to you kind of have to accept it. You kind of have to be like, well, yeah, I mean, we all know Dodger fans are, are educated, smart, diehard baseball fans. They have to know this guy meant a lot over there, won a championship, an MVP, same organization, his whole career over a decade there. And the way that things kind of panned out in the offseason, he didn't want to leave. Like he told you he didn't want to leave. <laughs> so you are second fiddle, Clayton. Like he told you that already. It's but now it's wow. more like all right, it yeah, like do, he do told you, still, you Well, I mean, yeah, he's but I mean Oh, he said it. Okay, like, so 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 then let's ask this. What does Freddie need to do to show the squad? Like, yo. All right? Like I don't I don't we don't need to banter about like mm-hmm. Me needing to cut the cut the cord, which is what we would say also. Like, yeah. yo, turn the page, cut the cord, fucking let's yeah. go. Come on. Like what what does he need to do to show that he's all in? I think he needs to fight Chipper Jones. I don't think that's gonna happen. That, that would be <laughs> Prove yourself, dude. <laughs> how 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 bad do you want it in LA? Fight Chipper Jones. Just fight all the legends. That's yeah. What if, what if the what, what if that was part of the Braves thing? Like you just uh, after a while, like you get welcomed in. The the Braves do the Braves have have a like a Ring of Honor Fight Club? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Where you're just meeting guys like Walt Tom Weiss Glavin. and Tom Glavin yeah. and Andrew Jones and fucking mm-hmm. Smolty. Yeah, you got fucking Terry Pendleton somewhere hanging around. Mm-hmm. Oh man, Javi Lopez is ready to just kick the shit out of you around the corner. <laughs> hey, welcome to the club, man. Like yeah. Javi, I haven't seen you. What, 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 what the fuck is going yeah. on, guys? Hit forty homers as a catcher. Oh man, the Atlanta Braves Fight Club. Yeah. Who so, knew? if he really wants to prove himself to the Dodgers, he has to fight Chipper Jones in a cage. Man, who do you think would win? I mean, Chipper's. Chipper's, Chipper's no joke. That's what I'm saying. Like, Chipper's I, got I mean, that. He, he may be got older, that. but he don't play. He's got that combo of old man and dad strength. Mm-hmm. And he's not that old. I mean, well, how old is Chipper? Like 40-something? 40 40, how old is Chipper? 46? I would say 46. Is a, I just dropped a 46 out of nowhere. Let's see what that is. Hey, when did he retire? Effort that. He is <clears throat> 50. Holy sh... 50. He's 50. Yeah, I think Chipper could probably still kick some dust. No. But Freddie Freeman's clearly got some pent-up emotion. Mm-hmm. You know? So, depending on how he channels it, I don't know. I think I got to ride with the Hofer, though. So you think Freddie Freeman's a pussy is what you said? Whoa, no, you're the one that called him a crybaby, not me. I, I, yeah, I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, you fucking rewind it. Yeah, you did, dick. No, I didn't. I didn't say it. 
No. Uh, yeah. All I don't. All I said was, I feel like if in this Atlanta Braves Hall of Fame Fight Club that we just discovered, you said he would get mauled by a fifty-year-old man that can barely I, walk. I said that I'm rolling with Chipper. That's where yeah, my vote was. I, I, yeah, we get it. We think. And that- you said your response was just because he's a crybaby doesn't mean. <laughs> He can't fight. fight. And I, I, I was like, hey, all right, man. Freddie Freeman fighting Chipper Jones, but he's just <laughs> crying the whole time. <laughs> what a sight. No, I, I really, I, I hope those dudes, because Fre- Freddie, like, obviously, Freddie can be a galvanizing dude. You know what I mean? Like, he can bring a clubhouse together. There's no question yeah, there. Sure. Or he can it- tear it apart, according to Ronald Cooney Jr. <laughs> wow i'm just saying wow we're going firsthand sources right. here i'm not in that clubhouse you're not in that clubhouse wow I'm just we're just going based off of what people in the clubhouse have said publicly right are you going to share the nickname that you made up for freddie with the rest of the class do you want me I to tell the people the nickname you made up you called him the crying is, cancer you no, called him the crying cancer yeah, i never did. said that yeah i never you said did. that the crying clubhouse cancer freddie Freeman. no buddy dude I can contact my I, lawyers. I right didn't now. want you. Hey, I I felt like you should have felt like you should have <laughs> sidestepped that one. I didn't know. That, I mean, <laughs> if I were you, I wouldn't have made that public. That that's where you were going <laughs> with that. <laughs> but yeah, you'll you be know. hearing from my lawyers for defamation character. Yeah, I'm just saying, dude. Mm-hmm. But that's <laughs> I, I don't think Freddie's a crying cancer. I think Freddie is. Either. I've never said that. <laughs> okay, okay. I've never uh, said that. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's an emotional guy. That's yeah. Uh, th- that that the Dodgers are going to benefit from having. Uh, clearly, they already fucking have. I, I just mean they're going to benefit they? from his. They're going to benefit from his emotion. Mm. How much are they benefiting now? They're not running away with the division or anything. Well, no. I mean, there's. You'd think you co- add a guy like Freddie Freeman, and uh, you're able to get more than two games of separation from the San Diego Padres, who don't even have Machado or Tatis. Well. Walker Bueller hasn't quite been himself and won't be himself for a while because he's yeah. not on the mound for the foreseeable <clears throat> for the foreseeable future. Right. Even when he was on the mound, he wasn't doing that great, though. Well, that, that's that's what I was getting. Is at. Is that your but, Cy Young pick? Um, I believe. I be, no. Um. No, it what? Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, while we're talking about the Dodgers here, did you hear that uh, they're interested in? And your boy Frankie Montas. That's not that's not true. Yeah, they are. No. Actually, Freddie there's, Freeman told me that. There's no that's, that's not really. There's yeah, no yeah. there's no publication to support that. That's just a there rumor. Uh, it was on Twitter.com. It was it was an actual blue check baseball reporter said mm. the Dodgers are interested in Frankie Montas and uh Luis Castillo. Hmm. Luis Castillo still has another year after this year, so I, the Reds might get a nice little haul for Castillo. And you know what? <clears throat> I I see that being oh well, for shit. What? Nothing. I don't even. You're gonna just, say, just were you gonna say? I think Castillo is gonna be the best pitcher to move at the trade deadline. Basically, spitting in the face of your own Frankie Montas. Is that what you're gonna say? No, like there's there's one or two ways that. I can go about this, and mm-hmm. one of them has people wanting Frankie to stay. Wanting them, mm-hmm. one of them has <clears throat> Frankie leaving somewhere else, and I, I, I really don't want to be a proponent of either. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I don't know the the desires of 
Frankie Montas. Do you think Frankie Montas has a um, uh, preference of where he wants to be traded? Is that what you're saying? Not preference where he wants to be traded. That's not a preference. Preference in how you'd like things to go. And it's not a, it's not, he's not different than anybody else. Everybody wants to win. And when your name yeah, comes. So he, so, right. So he wants to leave Oakland. No, everybody wants to win, period. Whether you're winning or losing in a place that you want to be, mm-hmm. you want to win. And if you're in a place where you're controlled, but you're a resource uh, and you're going to be moved, you would say, well, if I'm going to be traded, I want to be traded to somewhere that's a, a winning club, someone that's in a playoff race right now, or could be you know, ready to win in the future, whatever it may be. That's just the thought. That's not, that's not a specific thought to Frankie. That's everybody's thought. So that's not just... Him in his situation right now with the A's specifically, that goes for anybody every time they are moved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he wants to win and be somewhere desirable. So that's just a double <laughs> whammy against the Oakland A's. You don't know what kind of ties he has to the community, Jared? None. You don't know that? Doesn't care. You don't know that? Doesn't care. It's that's all not facade. true. It's all that's just, not- just kind of safe face just to say he's doing something in the community. <laughs> Um, which is fine. That's fine. You know, I, I think, I think there are a lot of guys that probably do that. It's like, I don't really give a fuck about this community, but if people are going to be banging on my door because I have millions of dollars and it's like, Oh, I got to do something in this piece of shit community. Then here you go. Wow. Tell us, tell us more how you feel about Saugus. Tell us how you really feel. I love Saugus. You know that. Mm. It feels like you're kind of projecting right now, but no. Okay. I love Saugus. You know I love Saga. You love Kowloon. I do. I, lo- I love Kowloon. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to love about that place. For being honest. Um, there's a lot to love about the DraftKings Sportsbook as well. There sure is. Yeah. And it's time to step up to the plate with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. New customers can bet just $5 on any game and get $150 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. If you're looking to turn another small bet into a big payday this baseball season, you can do that with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total runs, extra innings, and more. And boom, you have a shot at an even bigger payout. Take the under on... uh, Take the well, by the way, take the money line on whoever the A's are playing. Take the under on runs scored for the Oakland A's. Completely and then, unnecessary. And then just do Completely like Completely uh, unnecessary. Whoever they're playing, whoever their like number three hitter is, just do like a over one and a half total bases for for that guy. And you're probably gonna crush that parlay. You're welcome. You're welcome for the suggestion. Right now, if your same game parlay doesn't hit then you can get a free bet back up to $10. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code Jared, J-A-R-E-D. New customers can make any $5 MLB bet and get $150 in free bets no matter what. That is promo code Jared only at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. MLB trademarks used with permission. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Um. Yeah, that was uh, that was something. That whole. I'll tell you what else was something. What was something? We got a big league fracas, Carabas. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, big league fracas. What you side know? do you fall on? Because I feel like. I, feel I, get like, this, uh, I, uh, I fall on the side of don't get mad that uh, Mike Trout absolutely diplomatic. fucking owns you. That's, That's what fine. they're mad about. That's what they're mad about. Right. Like, like, is there is it? Can we boil it down to that? Um, yeah, he said, well, because he had a reaction to being thrown at. Right. Do we even know for sure that that was intentional? Well, OK, so let me you know what? Very fair point, and I should have rephrased that. He was mad about a pitch up near his head. Yeah, but he because, Im- he definitely implied that it was intentional because he said, "If you're gonna throw, if you're gonna throw at me, then hit me in the ribs. Don't hit me in the face." Right. So he was basically saying, like, you had he was he you tried to throw it that my way. face. He interpreted yeah. it that way. Yeah. Yes, his his words interpreted it as such like look if this is if that's what you're trying to do and why would he say that which is my point he would say that because it's it's very apparent what mike trout just did to you at home right he just came into your house and hit four series or four game winning home runs to own the series right that was in seattle was it not uh, no, they were in that Anaheim. Up? When were they in? Anaheim? No, they're no, they're in Anaheim now. Yeah, but I'm saying when they just played. Yeah, would had to have been in Seattle. Yeah. Um. So he would say that because look at what I've just done. Like I get it. I get that you're probably trying to move my feet or whatever. Maybe you think you're going to drill me. But if you're going to do that. Put it in my fucking rib cage. Put it in my hip. Is that Mike Trout being cocky? Like, what if what if it was just like a fastball that got away? No, it's not Mike Trout being cocky because Jared, like, like, dude, if you got a guy that is absolutely like he's Mike Trout, it feels he's hit more homers against the Mariners than fucking anybody. It feels like. Yeah, we went um, over those numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the last podcast, the podcast before. We went over how uh, like he basically has a full season in Seattle and their Hall of Fame numbers. Yeah. So it just, it's a, yeah, man. We got to get we you were off. past that, though. And at least, you know, we're past throwing at guys for showboating. And I'm not opposed, by the way, to moving a guy's feet if... He's tearing the cover off the ball. Some guys get too comfortable in the box and it's fine to like back him off the play. I'm not saying throw at a guy's fucking head or throw at his face. No, but we've seen it's a proven tactic with some guys that are fucking it's in this game. And it just needs to be understood in this game or like and when I say in this game, I mean the game of baseball at an elite competitive level. 
especially when there's the amount of money surrounding the competition. In this game, specifically the game of baseball, it is a cat and mouse, a back and forth, a jockeying for ownership of the strike zone. And the strike zone is determined by home plate and which side of home plate whoever is going to try to take ownership of. As a pitcher, at least in my world, that's not a discussion we're having. That inside part of the plate is mine. I just have to let you know that, and then I have to continually remind you of that because as a big league hitter, you're dumb and you're stubborn. I understand that. That's the life we chose here. And so that's the back and forth, back and forth. How do I get a guy off a certain part of this strike zone, especially if he's killing us? just killing us we have to do certain things and in this game moving your feet when you are comfortably set up in the batter's box is something i have the option to do and that's why command is important at this level because command and control are two very different things like i've broke down several times command is throwing balls on purpose which means i can move mike trout's feet i can throw a fastball in at his hip and get him to have to whoop, move his feet, kick back, kick out, right? That's what you got to do. So that's why you throw inside to a guy who's been killing you. And to take it a step further, if you're going to drill the dude, that's where I understand people are like, why do you got to hit him? And I would, I would say, I don't, I don't know that you have to hit him. You can just move his feet. You can mm. pitch him inside. That's what you could do, but you got to you got to bring it down. And what Mike Trout is saying, and this is what all hitters say, is if you can't do that though with control, if you don't have the command, and all you have is con- like basic control, then you're not the dude to be doing that. Mm-hmm. You're not the guy that needs to be letting that message go. Wasn't it uh, Scott Service who said that? Uh the angels went with an opener just so that they uh, or no. Huh? Did the angels go with an opener? When the, the next day to throw it winker. Yeah. Instead of using like a starter, they used an opener because they were going to throw at the Mariners. Is that where do you see that? Is that the truth? Yeah. Let's see if I can find that. Um, I mean, I was on a fucking airplane all day. I didn't see, see that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that makes, if that's the case, that makes that move all the more, <laughs> you know, all the more blatant. <laughs> yeah. Um, emotions running high, but it was pretty clear what was going on. They switched, put an opener in there to throw some balls at us. Who said Scott, that? Scott Service. Scott Service. Uh, Scott Service. Seattle manager Scott Service and Marco Gonzalez, my close personal friend, both say that it's obvious the Angels used an opener so that they could throw at the Mariners early. Service calls it a black eye. Gonzalez. Oh, yeah. Quote. Once. Yeah. Uh-huh. Gonzalez. Quote. It shows us where they're at. It shows us who they are. Repeatedly calls the Angels classless. <laughs> So yeah, all fucking all wants here. Wants, wants. Yeah, they ran him out there mm-hmm. and drilled all fucking. 
drilled old wink nuggets. Old yeah. Jesse Winker. Got a free Winkles. piece out of it, though. She sure did. What an incredible story. Yeah. What an incredible story. Jesse Winker gets drilled mm-hmm. with one of his dear fans in the stands. Shout mm-hmm. out, Abigail. And, well, Jesse Winker gets ran. He gets drilled. I, I don't he gets know ran. that she listens to the show, but she follows me on Twitter, so she may listen to the show. I don't know. Well, if she does, she just got a shout out. Yeah. So shout out, Abigail. How are we doing, Abs? Shout um, out, Abigail. So she, if you remember, is the same sweetheart who was in town to see Joey Votto play with her family. Joey Votto was ejected in the very first inning. Did not get to stick around to see Joey Votto play. Mm-hmm. So Joey Votto felt very bad, signed a bat to her, like a bat and a ball and stuff. <clears throat> Fast forward, she's in the ballpark. Loves Jesse Winker. Loves the former Reds. Jesse Winker gets in a little big league fracas. Jesse mm-hmm. Winker has to go inside and think about what he's done. <clears throat> so she doesn't get to see Jesse play anymore. Well, he, what did he do? He got, well, some other lady ordered this dude a pizza because she's like, well, I'm sure Jesse Winker's kind of lonely in the clubhouse and he wants to eat some food. So let's order him a pizza. Her name is Sophie. Sophie ordered him a pizza. And the delivery driver is like, uh, are you, is this real? Like, you want me to take this to the stadium? Okay, I'm in. Let's roll. So Sophie's tracking this delivery driver and she's seeing like, holy shit, like this, this is, is this going to happen? Mm-hmm. This is real. This dude's showing up. He's like at, he's at the gate. This is unbelievable. Delivery driver gets this damn pizza. All the way to security, who's like, yeah, we'll just take it right around the corner to the clubhouse. Done deal. No problem. Which they do. Pizza gets to Jesse Winker. Jesse Winker enjoys his pizza. And then is able to say thank you with, I believe, a fairly nice tip. But it didn't stop there because I believe they said, what, 300, 400 people started to chip in with tips. Yeah, uh, Sophie tweeted his Venmo, and then he he got like a shit ton of money from that, like hundreds of dollars. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. But Winker, he did get to meet up with Sophie, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't believe so. No, they didn't get to meet up? He just sent her like a thank you message on Instagram. Okay. Well, I'm sure sure he's going to, I'm sure they're going to figure that out. Yeah, I'm sure that there will be a, there'll, there'll be a photo op at some point. Yeah, imagine that though. Abigail's luck. Look, Joey Votto gets ran first inning, and now Jesse Winker, big league fracas first inning. Yeah, Wink said uh, the only thing he apologizes for is flipping off the fans. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I mean, what else do you have to be sorry for? You had fucking Rendon is in there with his goddamn yeah can surgically we talk about, repaired wrist. Can we wrist. talk about that? He's right-handed. He's in a cast. And then he takes a fucking left hook at Winker with a cast on his right hand. I mean, and there's already t- there were there were T-shirts of that image out. I want to say a half hour after. Like what? What are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, why are you in the middle of that? And also, Shohei was out there with Ipe. It was adorable. Like <laughs> Shohei 
getting in the brawl. I don't, I can't see who he was holding back. He was holding back someone on the Mariners. It, it was like Shohei was holding back someone on the Mariners, and then Ipe was holding back Holy Shohei. Sh- so like, what if like if uh, if Shohei's just letting you have it and just mm-hmm. cussing you out? Yeah, is is Ipe fucking? He's like, hey, he wants you to really know that he is angry with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Because Ipe's great, like Ipe's great. I, I could imagine him not wanting to to sully Shohei's good name, right? Right. And, and Shohei's just just dog cussing you, just letting you have it in all mm. the worst ways. And Ipe's like, "Look, he's not happy." Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know what it is you've done. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, you've done something to upset yeah. Shohei. <laughs> He face just laying on the ground next to him. So eye contact, like, look, you're in a tough spot here. You've really pissed him off is what he wants you to understand. Okay. You've really fucking done it. You've really pissed him off. Uh, I mean, get, can we, can we get Shohei out of there, please? Yeah. Can we get, are, can we get Ipe out of there, please? Can we get them both out of there? Fans were not happy with, um, I don't need either one of those. Either Mike Trout's representation in, in this brawl. Uh, I mean, what do you mean? Punches were thrown. Punches were thrown in this. I mean, it was all about Mike Trout. And people were like, oh, Mike Trout basically started this by getting thrown out. And he wasn't happy about it. So um, clearly the Angels responded to it immediately with intent. If you put an opener out there just for the sake of throwing at Mariners hitters, then it, it I would imagine some sort of dialogue took place where Mike Trout made it known that he wasn't happy about this. Yeah. Is that fair or unfair? I mean, well, you said what he said, right? Didn't, didn't you just read a quote from who from Trout? I don't think so. About throwing at my head or whatever. Oh yeah. 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 Let me, uh, let me pull that up. I thought, I thought you read a quote, but I mean, I, like I, I know <clears throat> I saw the quote, so I knew what you were saying, and I know that he yeah. said that. You this know, like if you're gonna- This is the quote. Mike Trout was pretty upset about a pitch that buzzed by his helmet in the ninth inning. Quote, if you can't pitch inside, don't pitch inside. And right. if you're going to hit me, hit me in the ribs. Don't hit me in the head. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, so- I don't know if that's the intent, but anything at the head, you don't do that. Yeah. And and he's saying and like that's that's the thing, dude. Like that's not that's not a cocky thing. And in the in the game of baseball, like you you understand how hard it is to well, do what guys do. So when he's what I meant was like he was assuming intent. And if you assume intent, that means that you're aware they're throwing at me because I'm fucking absolutely murdering the baseball in their ballpark. So why else would there be intent? Like he's not a guy that's disliked for who he is or how he plays or his style. If they're throwing at you, it's not because you showed them up. It's because you're hitting the ball so well that they need to make you uncomfortable or they have to take you out. Essentially. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Which has a layer of cockiness to it. Well, it's just a layer of acknowledgement. Like, and he knows that that's how this game goes. Like I just explained and why he was upset was saying, if you're going to take it to the point of actually hitting me, which is kind of bullshit, which I said is kind of bullshit because I, I, I've look like, dude, veteran teams like Jared, the Red Sox team that I that I faced that I had to pitch against those teams. I, you, I have to pitch inside, have to pitch inside against a guy like Kevin Euclid, 
I have to pitch inside. I have to get in there. Poppy, I've got to get in there. I have to, or else I'm dead fucking meat. A guy, uh, a lineup like the Detroit Tigers, like as much as it didn't work, I still go down fighting. Like I got to go in here, have to, because you guys got, got like, I no man, this is a part of the plate that if I'm going to win today, that I have to have ownership of. Mm. And so like a, a Miguel Cabrera, like I'm in off. I'm not fucking hitting Miggy. I don't want to put Miggy on first base any more than I don't want him to hit a fucking three run bomb. Mm. I want to get him out. But if I'm going to, I know it's probably going to be a way. And if that's going to happen, it's I, I got to be in. Yep. Well, either way, the highlight there, there are two highlights of this brawl. Uh, the sunflower seed shot put by Glacius. Necessary or unnecessary? Uh, both. <laughs> both. I want to give a shout out to the cameraman or woman who got the shot and was able to put that in slow-mo once the sunflower seeds were in flight. It was a beautiful, majestic shot. Um, I don't know what it accomplished. I'm a, I'm a big proponent of sunflower seeds. I saw a lot of ranch sunflower seed slander, which is crazy because ranch is the best flavor. No, that's false. Cracked no, peppers. It's not. But no, no, no. It's not. No, yeah. It's not. Cracked pepper or dill. No, see what I what I just said was that ranch was the best flavor right. of sunflower and, seeds. Well, you're you're wrong, and you probably quit eating sunflower seeds competitively a long time ago. So it's been. I mean, so did you? Mm. Well, who said I'm done? Well, competitively eating them, I eat them every day. Yeah, but you're casually eating. Um, I mean, if it's on a baseball field where competition is ensuing, I believe mm. that to be competitive. Mm. Even though Jake, I'm not where are you at on sunflower seed flavors? I'm a ranch guy. Look at that. Let's go, Jake. It's uh, I mean, Jake, have you ever had cracked pepper or dill? Yeah, they're not as good as ranch. You just you <laughs> have it. He has not had cracked pepper or dill. It's a guy, it's a blatant lie. So they don't even sell that. No, they do. Fucking have you ever heard of the internet? Yeah. I yeah, have. you can get it on and the internet. I guarantee if I go through that Google search, the last <laughs> thing I'm finding is fucking dill and cracked pepper sunflower seeds yeah i bet you would think that you yeah, would think I know, that i know that um sorry right, we'll, we'll, we'll put it to a vote we'll, i'm sure i'm sure people will respond to this though and they'll be like yeah obviously like i'm sure that there's a bunch of like psychos that love original Ugh. Ugh. No, original's not bad original serves a great purpose original really. yeah i like original but i, I mean I'm not, I'm not voting for original original's left out of the conversation yeah, I mean, like, I was. It's it's like uh, the sunflower seed, and I've long said this: the sunflower seed is the lone snack category where flavors outside of the original flavor or like niche flavors is more than acceptable. That's part of the culture here, mm-hmm. you know. But like, you don't want to do like a mint flavored Reese's no. peanut butter cup. Like that's fucking terrible. No one wants to eat one of those. They I don't have don't mint fucking sunflower seeds, do they? No, but I was giving you the, you know, I'm giving you a comparison how like mint could be a niche flavor for a, a peanut butter cup. It's not something that they sell like next to the regulars. Yeah, what? The That's fuck? not even a move they would make on a regular basis. But the These- ranches, the cracked peppers, <clears throat> the cracked peppers, yeah, the dills, 
All right. You know, I didn't realize that there are this many flavors. All right. Let's let's uh, let's just nacho go through cheese. These. You ever had nacho cheese? Let's just go thumbs up, thumbs up or thumbs down on some of these flavors. All right. Jared, the salsa. You're obviously a thumbs up on dill pickle. Yeah. Thumbs up. Big no. thumbs up. I don't Two know. Thumbs no, up. No, no, no. You've never had them. You've never had them. That's the problem. Nah. And I promise you, I promise you, everybody that's ever been like fucking pickle brown. Yeah. All and right. then they eat them and they're all like, right. all right, there's a lot of flavors we got to get to. All right. Uh, ranch. Yeah. Ranch is good. Yeah. Not the best. It's good. Cheeseburger. I'm out. I don't know that I would like that. I mean, I'm I out. like cheeseburgers. I don't know how I'd feel about a cheeseburger sunflower seed. No, that's bad. Uh, buffalo wing. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, Not doing it. Chili limon. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm here for a chili limon. Old Bay seasoned. What the fuck would that taste like? Tastes just like Old Bay. If you like low country boils and seafood, Jared, Mm -hmm. you would know, but you don't because Mm -hmm. you don't put Old Bay on chicken tenders and you don't stir Old Bay into your chocolate milk. I like seafood. I would not do Uh, the Old Bay, though. Keep my Old Bay for my crab. There is a Taco Bell Taco Supreme. No. Sunflower seed. No. Nope. God, no. Sizzling bacon. No. You you wouldn't do a bacon? I love bacon. I don't want I don't want bacon flavored sunflower seeds. Smoky barbecue. Yes. Yeah, see barbecue, but like like oddly enough, out of all those other like uh, because Look, I was Jared. I I remember when the salsa hit the uh, hit the scene. I remember when the nacho cheese hit the scene, and I remember when barbecue hit the scene. And I distinctly remember not liking the barbecue as much as I liked the salsa and the nacho cheese. Okay, yeah. I mean, I liked barbecue. And I'm a barbecue guy. My second, Uh, cracked pepper. (laughs) Next question. Duh. Leader in the clubhouse. Leader in the clubhouse, cracked yeah. pepper, jalapeno hot salsa. This was a this was very popular on yeah. uh, my AAU team. It's a uh, gr- green and gr- green and red writing, right on the bag. No, it's like orange. I mean, maybe they changed the bag, but this one's orange. What, Sour uh, cream and onion. I didn't realize that this was uh, an option. Is is the company that makes this uh, the company that starts with a D? Yes. Yeah. Uh, sour cream and onion. I've never had it, but I love sour cream and onion chips. I would I would give this a shot. I feel like the sour cream and onion is a blend uh, with the ranch. I feel like that's a hybrid. Yeah. I feel like you could probably do a uh, blind Pepsi Coke taste test with the yeah. ranch sour cream and onion. This one, I've... I have no idea what this sunflower seed would taste like, but I am intrigued. Bacon mac and cheese. No. See, we're doing too much. You think we're doing too much there? We're doing too much. Well, we don't have to go that route. We don't, I don't have know. to. I, I'm, the, I'm one of the pickiest eaters you've probably ever met in your life, and I would at least try bacon mac and cheese. The, the, the like meal flavor? Like, stop it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, give me the yeah. salsa. Give me the fucking barbecue. Uh, Buffalo style ranch. Spicy ranch. Yeah, that's kind of like the same. It's like a combo of what we like. It's spicy ranch. 
Yeah. See, and what you really need to do is you start mixing your two flavors. Like you get a bag and you cut one, you cut them both open mm-hmm. and you dump half out into a cup or your hand or whatever. And then you pour half into the other one and then home, buddy. Mm. Just a fucking flavor explosion in your grill. Yeah. What about spicy queso? Well, so you take the jalapeno hot salsa and you take the nacho cheese, Jared. Yeah. So you're in on that. Yeah. Interesting. Well, <laughs> then the, the last one was sweet and spicy. I don't know if I'd like that. Uh, no. I do like a nice uh, sweet chili Thai buffalo wing, though. If you're featuring that, I, I will have that. If you have that on your menu, I'll have that. If you're featuring that. Oh. Hmm. What else are we featuring? Um, <clears throat> I think we're featuring... Uh, Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is featuring himself. Aaron Judge starring Aaron Judge featuring Aaron Judge. There's a lot here. There's a lot here with the avenue of Aaron Judge. Let's let's start with the fact that he, he was able to settle with the New York Yankees. Yeah. Can we start there? Let's start with that because he because won 21, right? Yep. Because of the lockout, there were... Um, some arbitration cases that needed to be settled mid-season and judge obviously was one of the later ones and they were about four million apart was it uh 17 the yankees submitted at 17 judge submitted at 21 and the yankees are so poor that they decided to take judge to arbitration and slander his good name instead of just paying him fucking an extra four million dollars a franchise that's valued at like probably over ten billion. What do you think the Yankees are valued at right now? Probably somewhere around nine billion. The Yankees, uh, six billion. Okay, so not as much. Not as much. Maybe they're taking a hit because there's they're crying poor here with Aaron Judge. Could be the case. Uh, so they settle right. And I see jubilation all over my timeline. Yankee fans are like, this is great. They avoided arbitration. They came to terms. They agreed. They met in the middle. They're playing nice. This is awesome. This has to be good news for Aaron Judge signing either an extension Mm. or Mm. maybe he's going to sign as a free agent in the offseason. This is awesome. I don't know. Do you think it helped negotiations? Well, let's let's ask Aaron Judge that question. Should we? Let's, let's do ask it. Him. Uh, give you any more confidence that the next deal, the big deal, will get done, seeing that they met in the middle here? Uh, no. No. Oh. No. No. Hmm. <laughs> well, that answers that. <laughs> yeah. He was asked point blank. Does the fact that you and the Yankees avoided arbitration, you guys met in the middle, does that mean that does that does that give you more confidence that something will get done on the next deal, the big one? Uh, no. Mm. That's unfortunate. Yeah, that's unfortunate. And you know what? Like, because you're hearing it from Aaron Judge, straight from Aaron Judge. It's not 
or there's no speculation a, here. There's no yeah. mouthpiece. No, there's no agents. Nope. It's not someone in judge's camp. No. Straight from the horse's mouth. Mm-hmm. So there's gonna have to be a lot of work done um come the off season. Because he's already said, like, we're not doing this during the season. I think, he, you know what? I'll, I'll go even further. I think he's already said, I'm not fucking playing here after this year. You know what, Jared? I'll take it a step further. Mm-hmm. Not only has he said, I'm not playing here this year. We're starting to watch him already give away parting gifts. Yeah, that's true. He's already starting to say, you know what? My time here. It was I valued very well, it a lot. Very well could be coming to an end. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of great moments. Yep. We've had a and I want to make sure that you guys can remember me mm-hmm. in these great moments. Yeah. So what's he do? Hey Spike. Mm-hmm. You want the bat from the walk-off? Mm-hmm. Three run job, Spike. I know that. Hey. Huh? Spike. Here you go. Take that. That's yours. I'm he out. did. He gave it to him. I mean, he didn't say I'm out, but I mean, that's essentially. No, he basically said that. I don't want to read into it. Yeah. That's I don't want that point. to be the thing. That's a great point. I didn't want to. Because you'd you know? like to think that a guy like Aaron Judge, under normal circumstances, if you're trying to build a legacy in the Bronx, you'd give that bat to a kid. And then Maybe. everyone's like, oh, you're the man, Aaron. You're the man. But mm. instead, he was saying farewell, and he gave the bat to Spike Lee who is a huge Yankee fan. It's one of those things where it's like, listen, man, you're going to be here long after I'm gone, which is after this year. So take (laughs) this piece of memorabilia. You go home. You put it on your wall. You do what you got to do with it. Um, But at the end of the day, fuck these kids. And then he went back into the clubhouse after he said that. Yeah, that's... I mean... You know, you, you, you... And your interpretation of Aaron Judge absolutely hating the children. Mm-hmm. I I don't want to look at it through that lens. Hard to deny, you know. I, I'm well. I'm not going to look at it through that lens. You Jared. think? You think? Uh, <laughs> let me just. All right. Let me ask you this question. Right. <laughs> Who do you think would appreciate Aaron Judge's game used walk off home run bat the mm-hmm. day of the walk off home run more? Mm-hmm. Uh. A child mm-hmm. or uh, a millionaire famous person who could just buy whatever they wanted anyway? Who do you think would appreciate it more? I think a child would. Mm-hmm. Jared, I think a child would. But you know mm-hmm. what? While, while you're casting Aaron Judge in this terrible light, you know what I think Aaron Judge may be doing as well? Saying goodbye. And this is the sainthood. This is the sainthood that surrounds Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. This is why you got to pay this man, whoever you are. Mm-hmm. is because he says, you know what? Maybe my time here in New York is done. And Jared, mm-hmm. I don't want to plant any seeds that I can't sow all my own here. So he's mm-hmm. saying, young fella, young lady, whoever this bat may have gone to, it's my duty to make sure that I don't lead you astray and I don't kind of string you along here. I don't want you to go buy my jersey tomorrow. Maybe knowing what what might not might not be me in a in a jersey next year. I don't want mm. I don't want to do that. I'm not putting words in Aaron Judge's mouth. 
No, me neither. Me neither. But I do think that he's already made the decision to leave. (laughs) (laughs) I think that that's pretty clear at this point based on his comments. Oh, do you feel differently? Jared. What? Do you, uh, you have the balls Two. do you have, do you have the balls? Do you have the fucking balls Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. to say that Aaron judge at the end of this season will never play another game in a New York Yankee uniform? So, I'll I'll answer it like this. <clears throat> no, I don't have the balls to say that because I because because uh-huh. <laughs> because because what I think that after Fuck he it. signs his eight year deal with the Giants or the Dodgers or the Mets or the Red Sox after this season, I think that he'll sign a, like a one day contract to retire with the Yankees when it's all said and done. <laughs> yeah, what I think a weasel. that I think that what like, a weasel. I think that that will. No, be no. how he hangs so it then, up ultimately. But he's done after this year. Okay, so the uh, a one day uh, uh, put it like this. Mm-hmm. Outside of a retirement contract. Okay. Do you have the fucking balls? Yeah, I guarantee it. That he I doesn't. guarantee you Aaron Judge is done in the Bronx after this year. Done. 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 Wow, that's strong. Listen to the hate in his voice. That's he strong. He fucking hates that organization. He hates the fans and he hates his teammates. He hates the fans <laughs> and he hates his teammates. Listen, listen, listen. Uh, give you any more confidence that the next deal, the big deal, will get done, seeing that they make in the middle here? Uh, no. Uh, you know, we got this one done. Um, yeah, I was happy about that. Yeah, you sound fucking stoked, dude. Well, I he mean, sound- when- you sound elated. Yeah, he's uh, he's no. even kill. He's even kill, Jared. Um, no, yeah, I'm just, just happy he's got this one done. He's he's yeah. he's even kill. What do you want yeah. the guy to do? Come he, on, what do you want uh, the guy to I mean, do? You'd be like, yeah, you know, listen, listen, guys, I appreciate it that you know you're concerned about my future. I'm just focused on this year winning a championship with the Yankees because you know that's what it's all about, pinstripe pride. Um, I I would love to retire a Yankee. Listen, I would love to spend the rest of my career here. I hope it works out. But right now, we're just happy about you know getting this deal done. But instead, sure. he was like. Um, no. Um, hey. Yeah, no. There's no fucking chance I'm going to play hey, man. this year. That's basically that's oh, what. That's, can you notice the difference? Groups, ownership groups have turned it into a point where you can't say those things because they're going to try to use it against you. They yeah, try to well, use it against you. He can't. He, and he's no dummy. He's trying to get bread it up. He's trying to I'm get that paycheck. I'm not saying he's dumb. I'm just saying he's fucking done in New and, York. And you say he hates kids. Actually, I take that back because he might be a Met. Wow. He's leaving New York. For New York, he could for New Jersey. Stevie Cohen. I mean, if if would he turn down two twenty? Steve Cohen's gonna be like two twenty. How about fucking five twenty? You want that? (laughs) (laughs) I think there's a real chance that Steve Cohen pays Aaron Judge so much fucking money just because. I mean that that's his nature is to be competitive. Headlines. Well, like, wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great if if he just turned the Yankees into his farm system? Yeah, <laughs> that right there. I am here for that. I am here for like. I swear to God, Steve Cohen tomorrow becomes my. Well, I mean, the day he does it, 
the day he does it becomes my favorite owner in baseball if he signs Aaron Judge because that is the signaling of I'm absolutely here to fuck shit up. Yeah, he doesn't care. Like, I don't think he gives a fuck about the luxury tax threshold. No, he's already showed you that. I mean, he's already showed you that he's here to fuck shit up. But I mean, the Aaron Judge thing, like turning the Yankees into his farm system, that move right there, that would be hilarious. Like, and then he just starts to pull like relievers, you know, guys that are high dollar guys. And he's like, yeah, okay, well, what do you, what do you want? What do you, I'll pay for it. I got it. Mm -hmm. I got you. If there ever were a guy that Steve Cohen, would i guess have no uh limitations on it would be aaron judge right like you want a star you want an mvp type player and you want to take headlines away from the yankees and and bring them to the mets i there's never since jeter there hasn't been a guy that you could do that with and even with Jeter, when he came up on free agency, he wasn't as good. That's why Brian Cashman was like, that, that's why the, the relationship between Cashman and Jeter was so damaged was because Cashman was like, oh, you think you want to get paid this much? Like, we gave you a pretty good offer. You think you can do better than that? And go out there and find it. And then he didn't. He came back to the Yankees. So with Judge, he's probably going to win an MVP or close to it again. And he'll still be relatively young enough. and. He's a star. He'll he'll sell jerseys. He'll put asses in the seats, and he'll win you baseball games. And he'll make the Yankees worse and the Mets better. If you're Steve Cohen, there's never been a guy, or there probably never will be a guy in your tenure as Mets owner that you could make that kind of impact move while also weakening your your greatest enemy. Well, I mean, Juan Soto, yeah, not weakening your greatest enemy. Like that's a yes. I was gonna say Juan Soto is gonna be. They'll fucking pay him too. He'll have a billion dollars invested in two players. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would love to see Steve Cohen do that. So, so you're, you're joining me in saying that there's no fucking chance that Aaron Judge stays in New York after this year? Mm, no, I'm not. Because I don't know what the Yankees would do. I don't know what the Yankees would do. I think it's pretty clear that they need to keep this guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's pretty clear. Is it not? I mean, he's helped. Yeah, I'd say. <clears throat> he's had an impact this year. Yeah. I mean, they're getting fucking no hit. He's getting hits. Mm. I mean, he didn't break up a no hitter. That no. was Stanton, who's actually good. Wow. They did. <clears throat> they did get no hit, though. They had been no hit, Jared, for what, 15 innings? 16 innings. 16 innings. They got no hit for about 16 innings. Stanton hits a bomb. DJ LeMayhew, two-run tank, ties it up. And then Aaron Judge, three-run walk-off piece. You set him up. Judge knocks him down. Um. He fucked up his post-game quote, too, by the way. I know. So I wanted to tweet this because initially when he said it, I was like, oh, wow. Did he just say the best player on the planet? That is fucking awesome. Like, no, I, he like, said the best player on his I team. I know. No, 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 no. 
He said, he said, uh, when you're the best player, when you're the best, when Planet. you're the best player on the team, how could you not? No, but, but that's not meant, what he said. He he meant to say when you're the best team on the planet. Yes, but he said when you're the best planet on the team. Correct. Yeah, this is this is what he said. Where does confidence, that quiet confidence, come from from this team? Oh, when you're the best player on the team, you know how can you not? <laughs> yeah, it he sounds said it. like when you well when you're the best player on the team, how could you not? But right. he meant to say when you're the best team on the planet. And he said, when you're the best planet on the team. Yeah, because the question is about the team. Where does the quiet confidence come from as the team, you know, from in the team? And that's why when he said it, like, I almost tweeted it because I knew what it was. I knew that he had just said planet on the team. And I wanted it to be clearly player on the team, but it wasn't. Because I really wanted to be like, yo, Aaron Judge is just letting you know right now. Like, I'm the fucking guy here. Like, what do you like? How high are you, people, that you don't want to pay me? Like, are yeah, you fucking. Serious? I would even. I would love it if he said that. You know, like, so oh, would I. That, so I was, would I. It'd where's confidence level at? Well, when you're the best fucking player on the team, Susan. Yeah, uh, <laughs> pretty high. You know, uh, I'm out here just fucking winning every goddamn game by myself. We have the best record in baseball. Uh, I don't know if you saw that, but I just hit another walk-off home run. Just did that the other day. Uh, You know, it is what it is. Just being the best fucking player on the best fucking team. It is what it is. Back to you in the booth, I guess. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah. But it didn't didn't happen. It kind of happened. It kind of happened. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, it's true. Like, when you're the best, when you're the best fucking team on the planet, you can say it. Yeah. They're still like their winning percentage has to be still like north of like seven twenty, right? It's stupid, dude. It's their winning stupid. percentage is seven twenty six. Seven twenty six. <laughs> That's just baffling. I mean they they got to be close to a to a two hundred run differential, right? Uh, no, one forty four. They're not that good. Um, oh. so if you look around the league, right? So far away. Look around the league, right? I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. All right. NL West. The Dodgers have a two-game lead on the Padres. All right. The Brewers have a one-game lead on the Cardinals. Okay. The Mets have a five-game lead on the Braves. The Twins have a two-game lead on the Guardians. Okay? Okay. The Yankees have a seven-and-a-half-game lead. Mm-hmm. On the Astros for the best record in baseball. Mm, that is a sizable gap. Yeah. Yeah. That is a sizable gap because yeah. the, well, I mean, look, the, the AL West and the AL East, they're, those two divisions are spoken for. Mm hmm. Spoken for. And I'm not saying that Boston can't turn it around. And there he did. They have the They're third back. best record in the league. They're back. They've been back. You Not said yet. they were Don't back. You said Don't they were back. That. I didn't say that. What, three weeks no, ago you said no, they dude. were back on no, the I podcast? Didn't. I never said that. No, it's on the podcast. Nope. Um, no. Yeah, not. for sure. Yeah, you said it to Joey and, third, and myself. No, nope, nope. Third best record in the major, uh, <clears throat> American League. Mm. Yeah, they've come a long way from where they were. Some would say they're back. A yeah, lot of people are second, saying. Second best run differential in the American League, better than the Astros. 
So we're talking about a team that's probably going to the American League Championship Series. Fair or unfair? Wow. Fair or unfair? Uh, fair that they're going to be in the postseason mix for sure. Fair or unfair that they're the second best team in the American League? Ooh. Mm-hmm. It's the Yankees and the Red Sox. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. While you're while you're taking time to think about it, Jake, uh, the Boston Red Sox. Do you what, where do you rank them in the American League right now? First, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. I actually I had this take the other day. I had this take the other day. It Is means it a four nothing. team division now. It 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 means nothing, but it means something. And I do mean it. This is not a delusional thought. This is not no. a delusional take. Oh, well, God, here we go. You if, just prefaced it. If, it's definitely delusional. If the playoffs started today, mm-hmm. which they I don't. think the Red Sox would win the World Series. Which if, they don't. If they started today. <clears throat> but they don't, so it doesn't matter. But there's no team playing better baseball right now where it's not a fluke than the Boston Red Sox. If where the playoffs no- started today... The Red Sox win the World Series. But there's plenty of teams, especially in mm-hmm. your division. No. Dallas. What are you talking about? The fucking Blue Jays just got throttled by my Milwaukee Brewers. All it They've takes fallen is fallen out of it. They buddy, fell out of it. Buddy. And then you have Tampa. They Oh, they beat up on the shitty pot Pirates. Who cares? Easy. Who cares? The That's Astros. Astros are playing good ball right now. Yeah. I mean, but, hey, don't sleep on the Orioles, Jared. Yeah, 2014 champs for a reason. Orioles the are Houston playing great Astros, baseball right now. The, what was that stat? <clears throat> Something like the, uh, the Yankees hit like 154 in that series against Houston, and it was like the lowing, lowest batting average to split a series in American League history. <laughs> really? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, well, they got fucking... No hit for half the damn series, it felt like. Yeah, they kind of did. They kind of did. I it mean, hurts. all right, so then so let me ask you then. Okay, ask me. If playoffs start today, who, who do you have as World Series champs? Hmm. I mean, can you give me a reason why the Yankees are not the favorite? They can't even hit the ball. They can't get hits. Jared, They're probably is... losing the division series. <laughs> so you're you're quite literally talking about playoff start right now today. Playoff start today. Yeah, you don't you don't know that the Yankees didn't just go through a well. I don't know, Jared, because you've just now shortened everything up so much and condensed it so much. It's fair to say that what the Yankees have just gone through is behind them. No. Yeah. Yes. No. Why They're- not? They're current because it was the last game that they played. They're currently on a stretch where they cannot what, hit the baseball. What was the last game that they played? The last game that they played, Jared, how'd that work out for them? Yeah, they needed Aaron Judge to save them again. They so needed, they won. They needed future Met outfielder Aaron Judge to save their ass. They won. They hit the ball. They scored more runs than the other team. They hit the ball out of the ballpark multiple times. Mm-hmm. And in your world where we are shortening time and space, mm-hmm. they're back. So you're you're picking the Yankees. You're just yeah. going to go straight chalk. I mean, I'd love to go with the with the Astros. Slash you would hate to go with the Astros. You would. I'm sure. sure why not? Fucking NBC Sports Bay Area would love to hear that. Yeah. Well, why why wouldn't they? It's an unbiased opinion. No. Astros got a great team. Yeah, they got a great pitching staff. 
Yeah, Justin Verlander is still fucking doing it. Justin Verlander, Verlander. fucking Framber Valdez. Yeah, Justin Verlander. Javier has made 14 starts, 89 and a third innings, 84 tickets, a 2.22 ERA, and look at this whip. Oh, 87. That's filthy. Yeah. I don't know where Justin Verlander is going to finish at the end of the year because, I mean, like, McClanahan's having a great year. Gosman's having a great year. My preseason Cy Young pick. Um, There's a lot. Nestor. There's a lot of guys having a, a, a great year in the American League for, as far as starting pitching goes. However, wherever he finishes, somewhere in the top five, fair? Who's that? Verlander? Verlander. You got him somewhere in the top five when this is all said and done? Yeah, I would think so. That's He's 39 years old. He's 39 years old. And he's, I mean, we're already booking him for uh, a top five finish in the Cy Young just based on what he's done here in the first half. And he deserves it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm looking at like wins above replacement. He's ninth. But that's not the end all be all. Well, you're talking, you're talking about just for... Just for American League starters. Gotcha. The guy that I see here that's third, Dylan Cease. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. 13 punchies. 13. He's nasty. He is fucking nasty. Why do people keep referring to him as a Cy Young dark horse? He's just, he is a Cy Young candidate. There's nothing dark horsey yeah, about him. He's it. there. You can, you can talk about him. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Strikeouts per nine last year. He led the league in strikeouts per nine last year. And it was 12.3. He leads the, the league this year in strikeouts per nine. 13.4. His strikeouts per nine is 13.4. He's a whole strikeout per nine greater than he was last year when he when he led <laughs> the league. I mean, the the AL the AL Cy Young race mm-hmm. as it sits right now is super interesting. It really is. Like McClanahan. And think about who's in the conversation right now. Martin Perez. Yeah. Alec Manoa, mm-hmm. Verlander, Gosman. Logan Gilbert, Gosman, Nestor Cortez, Gosman, Kevin Gosman. I don't know that Gosman's there. Uh, I think he leads the majors in FIP. <clears throat> so Dylan yeah, Cease. Yep. I mean, Shane McClanahan since May fifth, his last ten starts. 126 ERA, 81 strikeouts in 64 and a third innings. Yeah. Opponents are hitting a buck 75 against them with a 276 slug. That's a 483 OPS. The C- I mean, the season numbers are ridiculous. 91 and a third with 123 punches. Yeah. And I, I like it's fucking power shit, too. Mm. Power shit. Power oh, fastball, power curveball. Like, so he's he's given up seven homes. Like, all right, he has a one twenty six ERA 
in his last 10 starts. Mm-hmm. But he's given up seven homers. Well, all solos, right? I don't know. So he's given up seven homers, only two doubles, no triples. So, like, I don't know. I guess it's just if you fucking, if he's throwing fuzz and you happen well, to you catch run a into barrel. One. There, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Shane yeah. McClanahan's been the fucking real deal. Kevin Gosman, Dallas. Kevin Gosman leads American League starters and wins above replacement. 3.3. The next closest is Shane McClanahan and Dylan Cease tied at 2.5. He's almost a full win better than the next best guy. If I end up just drilling this Kevin Gosman pick. Jared, you're, you're, you're never going to fucking hear the end of it. You're never going to hear the end of it. You're never going to hear the end of it. Never. You're, you're really pulling hard for a guy who's just not right there. He's not there yet. He leads all American League starting pitchers and wins above replacement, and he's doing it by almost a full run better than the next guy. I'm just saying, I'm not saying it's a slam dunk he's going to win. What are you talking about? I'm not saying it's a slam dunk he's going to win. <clears throat> how many? And how many starts? He's he's made as many starts as McClanahan, hasn't he? One or two less. Or he's, he's made one less start. I'm just saying that if I end up being right on this, you can you can suck my dick from the back. I'll probably pass on that. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm not. I, I would love for you to be right because that means it's a great year for Kevin Gosman. That means it's a great year for the podcast. It means we we know we know ball. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. Tell you what's not happening is my Cy Young pick is is not happening. Who'd you pick? Barrios. Oh, yeah, that was a terrible pick. What a fucking idiot. Yeah, it looked good early. <laughs> it looked good early. Did it? I thought he sucked from like start one. No, it was, it was fine. It was all right no, I don't early. think so. I think his first start, he sucked. I mean, he's just no. sucked all year. Then he settled down. No, and then it's not, then it's not good again. It's still not good. No, well, again. Yeah, his ERA is almost six, Dallas. Because there was a moment. No, there was a moment where it was good. That's what yeah. I was saying. Right, right, right. His first start of the year, he mm-hmm. got one out. <laughs> but we, that's it was bumpy. The weather is uh, yeah, they had it was rainstorm. I think his first start of the year, he got he recorded one out and gave up four earned but, runs. That, I mean, like, like that right there is it's a short is, and spring training, Jared. Yeah, what are you gonna do after one start, Dallas? His mm-hmm. ERA was a hundred and eight. Could only go down, and it did. It so, did. It did. Since credit. that start, mm-hmm. his ERA is only five four two. Well, and the, like I said, after that tip. initial after that initial start, he rattled off a few good starts, three four starts in a row that were very good, and then you know, hey, you take a little step back. They were okay. You. Yeah. Well, and then he good. gave up six to the Guardians. He gave up five to the Yankees. Then he got back on the horse for a little bit. Then he gave up six to the Angels. Then he got back on the horse again, pitched well against the Twins, Tigers, and Orioles. And then he got shit pumped by the Tigers. (laughs) He got shit pumped by the Brewers. Nothing. No, the White Sox. What did I say? Tigers. Oh, yeah. White Sox. And then the Brew Crew fucking absolutely throttled that ass on Sunday. Uh, so not so eight much. Ernie's, eight Ernie's in two and two thirds innings. He he. I mean, 
he got the ERA down to uh four seven three or four six five. Yeah, yeah, no problem. You got it down to four six five from a hundred and eight. No <laughs> All good. And then uh, it's gone up a full run in his last two starts. Right. We can move on from Jose Brios's. He's given up fourteen runs in his last six and two thirds. So he's given up five homers in those. Nobody cares. Nobody six cares. And two, six and two thirds. Oh my God, Dallas! What six and two thirds? <laughs> Seventeen hits. Oh huh? my God! Bleeders though, bleeders. How do you seventeen hits in three walks? Broken bats in three walks. He's a strike thrower. He's a strike 20 thrower. Twenty base runners in six and two thirds innings. Trust, trust his and defense. And he fucking hit somebody. And he hit somebody. And not afraid to send a message. So I don't know what there's not to like about this guy. Only two <laughs> strikeouts. Six and two thirds, 17 hits, 14 so more runs, than, three walks, so gracious two strikeouts, with his defense, trust five his defense, runs, will send a message a for your ball club. How and do you not want this guy, guy taking the ball for you every fifth day right now? He faced 39 You're failing to batters. see the silver linings here, Jared. That's the problem. He, he faced 39 You can't see the forest through the trees. That's an with issue. With an on-base percentage of 539. Oh, dear God. He's trying they to set hitting, a record for double plays here. They're hitting bad, 486 bad to have against them. Bad to have goals, I guess. Mm. My goodness. You just don't understand the competition, the competitive spirit. Guys Holy create obstacles shit. for themselves. You got to test yourself sometimes, Jared. Jesus. Can we, can we talk about Bryce Harper's thumb? I guess, but I mean, what a fucking brutal stretch here for Berrios. Yeah, it's not been good. It's not been good. We don't have to pour gasoline on the fire, okay? I don't you've, think that's the saying, honestly. You've done enough. Oh, man. Um, yeah, Bryce Harper got plunked by Blake Snell on Saturday night. Um, did not look good in the moment. Uh, was obviously not good news after the fact, and it's a it's a thumb fracture. A lot of people are talking about this like it's a, a death sentence. Am I missing something? Or I mean, like obviously, if it's a fractured thumb, that's bad news. Like he's going to be out for a bit. Mm-hmm. But the whole Ozzy Albie's fractured foot, and I realize it's different bones and it's a different part of your body. Uh. But when Ozzy Albies fractured his foot, it didn't sound like doom and gloom death sentence the same way that that Bryce Harper's thumb is being talked about. Again, just a reminder, I'm not a doctor, so I don't this no. this might be obvious to some people, but it it sounds like they're like, oh fuck, we gotta go with Bryce for the rest of the year. And the numbers the numbers are uh noticeable. Like the Philadelphia Phillies average when Bryce Harper is in the lineup, they average over a full run per game yeah. more than when he's not in the lineup. Well, I mean, just look at what the dude's done. Did you know that Bryce Harper hasn't made the all star team as a Philly and he's like just like an MVP the entire time? <laughs> it gets hot. The fact that he's just not made an all-star team with the he's just waiting for the He's just waiting for the sun to come out. That's all. I that's guess. It. 
it's I don't know. I mean, I, I don't I don't love obviously Bryce Harper being hurt, and we don't know how long he's going to be down for. No, Jared, a perennial MVP candidate going down on a team that absolutely and sorely, sorely needs him. Needs him. Needs no, that's him. not fun for anybody. Like this is. It doesn't matter how good or bad the Philadelphia Phillies are going. You've got to have this dude in the lineup. I mean, that's a no-brainer. That, that's you know, it's not like a oh man, Castellanos is down. Like like that's a hit, no doubt. Like no Nick Castellanos is a hit. It's not no Bryce Harper, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because Bryce Harper helps Nick Castellanos. Bryce Harper helps Arise Hoskins. Yeah, things just hot for a second. Things are just better with Bryce Harper in the lineup. Yeah. And I mean, you look up and down that. Yeah. Well, you look up and down that lineup right now. Like who outside of him is. Is swinging it. Schwarber. Remember last year when Schwarber hit 16 home runs in June? I do. Last June. Kyle Schwarber hit 280 with a, an 11.22 OPS because he hit 16 home runs. <laughs> no doubles. <laughs> no doubles. In 27 June games last year, Kyle oh. Schwarber hit 16 home runs and drove in 30. Well, this June? Mm-hmm. 10 home runs in 24 games. He just fucking loves June. Yeah, he has he's a ten sixty eight OPS this month. Yeah, the last thirty days. Yeah, I was gonna say the last thirty days. He's got eleven homers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good. Where's he at for like NL leaders? He's got to be. He's got to be somewhere near the top, right? I know well, that he's homers? over the lead for a second. Yeah. Uh, what's he have? Twenty. It's uh, Pedro Alonso's got 22 and Schwarber's got 21. Those are your NL there, guys. There you go. In the American League, you got Aaron Judge, 28, Mike Trout, 22, tied with your Don Alvarez, 22. Your, more like your Dong. Your Dong. Now that I'm looking at these, uh, these leaders, you see Tony Gonsolin try to stay in the game. Dave Roberts is like, give me the fucking ball. Yeah. Tony Gonsolin. Uh, he's the best pitcher on, on the Dodgers right now. He's the best pitcher in baseball right now. He's got a he's got a fucking one five eight to lead the majors. He's got a one five eight to lead the majors, and he was out there doing his thing. And Dave Roberts starts to come out of the dugout, and Tony's like waving him off, get the fuck out of here, get back in the dugout. Dave just looks the other way, just keeps coming out there. He's like, all right, give me the ball. Hands on the ball, pats him on the ass, and that's it. Didn't even consider leaving him in. Wasn't even a conversation. Like with Scherzer. Remember that that video is Mike Mussina telling Joe Torre to stay in the yeah, fucking TJ, dugout. No. Yeah. No, he just points at him. Yeah. You stay there. I think they were in Detroit or something like <laughs> and that. And Joe just goes, Yeah. He's like, all right. My bad. Shit. All right, dude. Shit. Yeah. Got it. Shit. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes you got to do that, dude. Well, uh, yeah, sure. But. I guess when you're Tony Gonsolin, uh, you don't carry the same weight as a Mike Mussina in the Bronx. No, that's fair. One guy's a Hall that's of Famer. The other guy, well, I mean, you know, Tony, I'm not saying Tony Gonsolin can't be a Hall of Famer. He's not right now, but he is the major league leader in earn run average. Yeah, I mean, like, like 
you know, D- Dave doesn't have to necessarily entertain the notion, but the fact that it wasn't even like a conversation. No, did not even consider it for a second. Yeah. Like, no, like we're not having that talk, dude. No. Like, just give me the ball. It's, this decision was made. Yeah. Now, that's why I, I actually, it's funny. I talked about this <clears throat> yesterday on the air and we, we ran a clip and because <clears throat> Brady Singer was pitching his ass off yesterday. And even though his team was trailing, he was at 90-something pitches after the eighth inning. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I want to see Brady Singer back out for the ninth inning. I said, I think Mike Matheny will do it because he knows that this is a a period where Brady Singer can grow. And I also said, as Brady Singer was coming off the mound, like we were going to keep the camera on him to see if you know, there was going to be handshakes or not. I said, let's take a look and see if there's handshakes and whether or not we're going to see Brady Singer for the ninth inning. And he took his hat off, took his glove off, and walked down in the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, yes! And then we talked about it the next half inning. Like, you know, what were you excited about? And I said, that's what you got to do sometimes is you just got to tell your manager without telling your manager. And how do you do that? You go up into the clubhouse. You go to the bathroom. You go hide somewhere, whatever. But you just don't go have that conversation with him. And I jokingly said, it's tough for him to take you out when he can't find you. <laughs> you know, he, he can obviously just walk out there and call the pitcher into the game like he doesn't. But they want to communicate that with you. And I've I've done that like with with your boy Bob Garrett, Jared. And it was it was a game Tom. in uh game in Texas. And I was like I just finished the eighth inning and I was coming off the field and I would usually go into the entrance of the dugout closer to home plate. And instead in the old ballpark in Texas, I, I went to the one that's more down the line, like closer to third base instead of home plate. And as I'm walking down the line, you know, he looks over at me and he's getting ready to give me like the fucking like, Hey, you're good. You're done. And I just told him, I said, no, I said, this is my fucking game. This is my fucking game. And the camera caught that whole thing and showed that. But I went out and I pitched the fucking ninth inning, finished the game, and we won. So you just you bitched out Bob Garrett because you didn't respect him. <laughs> no, I wanted to finish the game. That's what happened. Yeah, you wanted to finish his tenure as, as ace manager. We get it. <clears throat> That's terrible. No. That's That is such a... Absolutely no respect for Bob Garrett. That's why he <laughs> hasn't recovered. He literally hasn't had a job since then. No, he's um, been fine, actually. He's... Nope. Nope. Hasn't managed in the big league since. Uh, Tony Gonsolin, uh, yeah, bottom of the six against the Braves, gave up the double to Darno, punched out Matty O, got uh, Austin Riley to ground out. Then he gave up a knock to Ozuna that brought in a run. Yeah. So Gonsolin. Tried to stay in the game. Dave Roberts was like, get the fuck out of here. And uh, that was it. Doc, was Doc's episode. got a different remedy. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Yeah. That conversation that we were having earlier about Ipe, uh-huh. it really got me thinking um, about wanting to actually learn a second language. You should. Learning a second language is fun. I'm not fluent in Spanish. I can mm-hmm. more than hold my own in a Spanish speaking environment, but it's a, it's a very, very nice tool to have. Yeah. I, not that I'm going to learn Japanese. I don't think I could pull that off for being honest. 
Yeah, I'm not that smart. Seems way too intricate. Uh, I feel like that's something that you probably learn when you're younger. Yeah. When you're older, not it's not the same thing. Um, but for most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a point in our uh, academic careers. Yeah, Saugus didn't offer it. It's cool. They didn't offer Japanese. I don't know the most. I mean, they they definitely. I mean, you were in when we went to go visit Saugus High in 2019. Mm-hmm. You were that. That was my Spanish classroom. I didn't know that. Yeah, you didn't realize, <laughs> Mr. Valerio. Mr. Valerio. Mr. Yeah. Valerio is my. Uh, he was my Spanish teacher. He was he was a big mentor. Loved baseball. He was from the Dominican, so anytime that we had to do projects, I would just do them on like David Ortiz and Pedro and Manny. <laughs> That's an A, brother. That's an A. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Wow, Jared. Really diving deep there. That's that's good for you. Yeah. Santo Domingo. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> but now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. And that's why, I mean, for me, the second that like DK came to me, they were like, hey, uh, how, do you, how do you feel about Babbel? And I was like, listen, if you hook it up, I'll use it because I, I've been saying for two, three years, every, every off season, I'm like, all right, I need a new hobby. I need, sure. like, I don't you know, know what, what we do. do. You well, know what we do, this is what we do. But. We use Babbel mm-hmm. to conduct our first ever Spanish only interview. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know how many fucking times Come on. we could do I'll, that? We could do that. Okay. We will. And the, 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 that's the problem, though, is like, it's like the, the dialogue. I'm not telling you these questions the aren't going to be written out. <laughs> yeah. We need, we need someone that will be patient with us for sure. They can't just, we can't be walking into like uh, when, uh, we interviewed like Nelson Cruz. You can't just be walking in there blind where he doesn't. I mean, he knows you. He fucking has hit the shit out of some of those. Change no, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't be walking in there with like three weeks of Babel experience. But I'm like, all right, here's, here's my Spanish speaking interview. It's got to be like, I, I got to like interview like Devers where he understands like, all right, this dude is clearly, he's a, he's a beginner in the Spanish speaking language. But he's trying. We're gonna be patient with him. Or fucking JD. JD would do it for sure. Yeah, JD stinks at Spanish, but he tries hard. He does. He sucks. There's a lot of there's so many there's so many guys from Florida that fancy themselves Spanish speakers because they have it, you know, in their background, they have it in yeah. their family that just speak absolutely horrible Spanish. I don't yeah. know. I don't That's know. Him. I've never heard I've never spoke Spanish to JD. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I'll speak Spanish to him next time I see him. If you do, you'll notice like that there are a lot of just English words thrown in because he doesn't have a word in <laughs> Spanglish Spanish. for sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new, uh, lo- new language on the go. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Oh. Plus, 
Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. That's pretty cool. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel in addition to lessons that you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. And we got a promo code for you. Oh, right now, when you purchase a three month Babbel subscription, you can get an additional three months for free. So that's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel, that is B A B B E L dot com, and use the promo code Jared. Babbel.com, promo code Jared. And it's a, it's a BOGO. You get buy. You get a three-month subscription, you get three months for free. I'm actually going to do this because even if it's like something where I think I think what'll probably end up happening is like say Ronald Acuna Jr. or like David Ortiz or even like Alex Cora goes live with like Carlos Baerga all the fucking time. I just want to know what they're saying. <laughs> or like, you know how many fucking times I'll be at the yard? And guys that I know speak English will be speaking Spanish around me. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah, what are you saying? About, they're talking about you. No doubt. For sure. But it's like, what are you saying? Like, that's, that would happen. That would happen a lot with, uh, I mean, not that I think that he was talking shit, but when, when I was with Poppy. Uh. He, like it's like I know we're about to do a fucking English interview, you motherfuckers. Like, why are you guys talking Spanish? It's just uh, us three in the room. Uh, but that would happen all the time. It'd definitely like, talking about. It's it's not even that. It's more just like all right. Like what? it's like I I understand that that my little buddy's here, but it's just me and you talking. It's just me and you talking here. We can catch up. <laughs> he don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you so. felt so left out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Imagine, I can imagine you just sitting there like. <laughs> I mean, you pick up some words, but <laughs> yeah, that happened. I think that like, happened. What, your Tatis. umbrella is cold? I don't. What does that mean? I don't know yeah. what that means. <laughs> yeah. But, That's all right. But yeah. I mean, hey, with Babel. Babble Jared is yeah. Babble Jared is nobody to be fucking trifled with. Yeah. You're not speaking circles around Babble Jared. No, no. I'm gonna be doing Spanish speaking interviews. <laughs> Anytime someone wants to start talking in Spanish around me, I'll fucking know about it. <laughs> you ain't getting away with nothing. That's the thing, though. You can't let them know, Jared. You right. Can't let them know. Remember right. what I told you. The fucking instance, the what happened at fucking Dylan's, mm-hmm. that goddamn travesty of an establishment. Mm-hmm. We didn't Span- hear from anyone from from Dylan's. The Spanish speaking folks that did not have a good time came outside talking shit mm-hmm. and talking some serious shit about the individual that they were not happy about, and the words they were using made it very clear who they were talking about, and. When you say those words in Spanish, you don't have to be fluent to know what they mean and to know what they were. And I heard him and I stopped talking and I looked right at the dude who also speaks Spanish and said, you, you clearly have some folks you need to go talk to, don't you? 
Mm. <laughs> he was like, yeah, that was bad. That mm. was bad. I was like, yeah, that was really fucking bad. <laughs> so yeah, right. get it in your life, Babel. We're about to be on that Babel bullshit. Yeah, you don't want to fuck with Babel, Jared. He knows some things. Um, before we get out of here, did you see the Zach Greinke thing? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't... <laughs> Uh, I don't know what to make of it. I, I mean, I do what I don't like. I look, I appreciate it because it's a Zach Greenkey funny, whatever, but is it funny? You know, like, did he, did he just walk up and grab this dude's ball who thought he was getting it signed and was like, yo, not today. And just fucking hucked it left. Nothing. Like I can understand how that would leave a bad taste in a fan's mouth. If that fan is like, I get it that Zach's quirky and I get it that, you know, he doesn't like to do stuff like this. And I thought he was going to take the time to sign my ball and he didn't. And he fuck instead he threw it. He threw it over the fence. So for context, um, <laughs> this kid Lucas posted a picture of Zach Granke walking up. <laughs> like you can see in the, the bottom right corner, there's the extended hand with the baseball in it, with a pen under his index finger, reaching towards Zach Greinke, who is approaching him. Mm -hmm. And the caption says, right before I took this picture, Greinke acted like he was about to sign my ball. He came over, grabbed the ball, looked at me, and then chucked it as far as he could. I asked why he did that, and he said, quote, for my amusement, weirdest player I've ever met. Yeah. So there's something you got to consider here. And I'm sure Zach Greinke is more than aware of it. But what memorabilia seekers do is for authentication purposes, they try to get a photograph of you actually signing the, audit, the item or them handing you the item or a picture with you and them and the item. Like somehow, some way, they're trying to connect you to this item. So I'm not saying that this is what this individual was doing. But if you've had this happen to you before, you know that this is what's happening. And there's days where you're like, you know what, dude? Like, I don't know, because you're essentially telling me without telling me I'm getting this autograph right here to sell. I'm not interested in you as a player. I'm interested in you as a money making opportunity for myself. And sometimes when it's that blatant. You just happen to wake up on that day and you're like, you know what? I'm not here for that. Like, I'll absolutely sign this fan's ball and, and that fan's picture. and blah, But to know that you're doing that, you know, today, today, I'm not here for it. And so Greeky on his way up there might have been like, yeah, I'm going to sign the ball. And then he's got his hand out. And then you see the guy pull, pull this one where he's like. Right. Like he slides the hand up and takes a picture of you handing the ball to him and Greeky, maybe that's what happened. And Greeky was like, yeah, you know what? I'll follow through, take the ball. And then I'm hucking it 400 feet because that's going to amuse me. He's so, just a weird dude. So if that were the case, I don't want to say I, I want, I understand. I know where he's coming from. I think like these, are, like there are weird quirky dudes in baseball. And this is one of those guys that does weird shit like that frequently enough and players like this have existed forever but we just find out more stories like this because of social media mm -hmm. like granky's <laughs> not alone on planet weirdo but he's definitely one of the, the main characters for sure 
Yeah, he's yeah, <laughs> he could be mayor. Yeah. Um. All right, Jake has to get to the airport. That pretty much covers it. I think the only other thing we had on here was Jack Flaherty had some shoulder stiffness. I don't think that that was going to be a meaty thing anyway. Uh, I hope he gets better and and back out there as soon as possible. We're a big proponent of of Jack Flaherty. Um, yeah, just want to see him healthy. Yeah, that's yeah. all. They're calling it dead arm. It's not. It's. It doesn't sound like it's anything serious. Uh, but yeah, last point that I want to make: Red Sox have uh, seven straight wins, seven straight series. Nobody wins. cares. That doesn't matter. It's um, not even a they thing. Went from They're not even nine in a games conversation for the division. It means nothing really. It's not even the All Star break. And we're talking about arbitrary and, uh, win streaks for whatever reason. I don't know because you need something to hold on and, uh, to. Pretty and healthy that's understandable now, if that's where you're at so, in your season. Uh, pretty so, excited to see what happens. In that October is what it is. And big three game set against the Yankees unfolding right now. A's Yankees. Throw Get that in you this weekend. Can't believe I picked the Red Sox to make the playoffs. Big mistake. That's why you're John Heyman and where baseball is dead. The number one podcast, uh, baseball podcast in the world. So thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Jake, enjoy your flight in Dallas. We'll see you later. We on.